This is The Insecurity Project. If you are looking to solve the insecurity problem in your life, rather than just manage it, mask it or medicate it, you have come to the right place. This is the home of high-quality content and conversations about how to overcome insecurity. If you can do that, it's not just good for you, it's not just good for your friends and family, it's good for the world, so it's kind of important. There's some work to do here, but let's go do this work together. Now on to today's show. Hey friends, 10 Minute Tuesday time. Oh, I so look forward to these episodes, these conversations. Um, I just love the energy that's building around a group of people that believe, that, that really do believe this problem can be solved. I get to hear stories, emails, read texts, have calls with people who are doing work on themselves, deep work and solving the insecurity problem. And that excites me no end because I'm convinced that the big world problem uh, the big world problems we're solving right now, they're not really going to be technological. The advancements in, techno- in technology are continuing to race ahead at rapid pace. Um, the big challenge will be growth in consciousness. Um, personal growth will be the big challenge for the the coming years. So to watch people do that work, uh, it just makes me sleep well at night knowing that uh, the world is going to be okay. The world's in safe hands, good people showing up at their best where it matters most. Um, so look, can I, can I allay your fears? Uh, some of you may have had this suspicion for a long time that faking it till you make it is actually not the way you become confident as a human being. You kind of been wondering why it didn't feel right for so long, but you kept hearing it so often from so many important people. You thought it must be true, but just want to let you know you're right. It's not true. That is not how you become a secure person. <laughs> oh dear. It's funny. If we can laugh, we can laugh together. Well, let's have a good laugh about that one um, because it is really funny. No, no, you actually got to solve this problem. And uh, you can do that work really effectively, which is really fun. So today I want to talk about the idea that predictable problems have predictable solutions. I had a client who started with me uh, a month or two ago and they started to get really excited about what was possible for them. They could kind of see this process uh, being laid out before them. And I said, look, how, how are you feeling at the moment? And the thought of getting started doing some coaching. And they said, look, I'm, I'm really optimistic that my life is going to improve. I said, I reckon I can offer you something better than optimism. I think I can go one better and give you predictability. I think predictable problems have predictable solutions. Um, you couldn't not experience great change, massive improvement, um, peace, joy, uh, all, all fruit of doing deep change work. That's the only thing that could happen. Predictable problems have predictable solutions. So I'll unpack that for you in a moment. But before I do that, I'm reading, I'm listening to this great book on Audible by Dave Asprey called Game Changes. He's the guy who brought us Bulletproof Coffee, Bulletproof Radio. Um, it's kind of the summary of a bunch of interviews he's done with some world beaters. So there's a guy he introduces us to called Jim Quick uh, from Quick Learning. And it's, it's an idea he developed to overcome his own learning difficulties as a youngster and how he could optimize memory. Um, so to have fast memory, the acronym FAST, 
um, is is how he thinks about learning things quickly. So I have lots of people that say, ah, oh, Jamin, my memory's no good. I can't learn very well. Well, here's a framework that I love and I reckon you could find super useful too. And I think it really applies to this content. And, and uh, I'd love to hear what happens if you would be willing to give this fast framework a go for this podcast to see how much of it you could recall a day, two days, a week, a month later. So, so fast F is forget. What a great place to start. Um, specifically, forget you already know anything about this. Often the reason we don't learn is because we think we already know. Uh, so to come to the table and go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forget that I know anything about this subject. I'm going to come open, listening, excited, as though I was hearing it for the first time. That just puts you in such a sponge-like state. Um, two, be active. So gone are the days where rote learning is the way you actually recall stuff. You've got to participate in the process. So note taking is good. Uh, Jim Quick suggests um, a note page with a line down the middle. Um, left hand is for capturing notes. So as much with as much accuracy, the detail of what you're hearing. That's very left brain. And right brain is to create notes. So based on what you're hearing, what does that mean to you? What questions are arising? What implications can you see? So that's a really active way of participating in the content. Uh, S, F-A-S, S is for state. So every state has open and closed doors. Uh, if you're in a poor state, frustrated state, tired state, your brain is closed to new learning anyway. So your state really does matter. So, you know, having a stretch, some deep breaths, a drink of water, um, a shower or a shave, a haircut, a nice coffee, um, you know, sitting somewhere nice, going for a walk, doing something that actually energizes you before you participate in learning is, is essential to, for it to go inside. And the final one is to teach, F-A-S-T. So if you were learning this as though you had to teach it tomorrow, um, would you be paying attention to different things? Would you be thinking about it differently? Um, would you be paying attention more? So, um, you know, I've heard it said before that if you, can understand something in your mind and make sense and then you can teach it to someone again tomorrow then you'll never forget that again so the idea of teaching what you're learning really consolidates what's going on inside you so for you to have those four things in mind when listening to this simple idea around predictable problems have predictable solutions i'd love to know what you notice different about what's happening inside you as you listen to this content so again forget you know anything about insecurity forget you've never heard forget you've ever heard any of these podcasts before, uh, forget you've read the book, um, be active in it, grab a pen and paper. So if you're driving, maybe just pull over. It's only, they're only 10 minutes Tuesdays, pull over, pen and paper. You can take some notes on your phone if that's easier. Um, but be active in the learning. Um, make sure your state's great, some deep breaths, really be present and, and teach this to someone. Like actually have an intention in your mind, who am I going to teach this to tomorrow? Um, cool. So... Look, uh, I thought the best way of thinking about predictable problems, have predictable solutions, is to read an excerpt in my book. I, I don't know if I'm allowed. Am I allowed to have a favourite part of my own book? Um, yeah, okay. Well, let's say that I am. Uh, and if I am, this would be it. Uh, there's a few people who've also messaged me lately and said that this also is their favourite part. So uh, page 117 for those playing along at home from the book Unhindered. Uh, your behavior is not nearly as weird, broken, messy, or random as you think. Behavior is simply the end of the assembly line produced by the factory of your beliefs. What's more, your behavior never lies. It's an incredibly accurate, rep accurate representation of your beliefs. 
People think they believe all kinds of wonderful things, but what must you believe in order to behave that way? If you see that your behavior is part of a well-constructed system, it takes all the mystery out of the process of self-awareness. This is good, eh? System thinking turns the work of personal transformation into, into a clear scientific process. If our behavior is a system, then there must be a design. If there is a design, then there is a strategy. If there is a strategy, there is an intention. If there is an intention, it can be observed. If it can be observed, it can be deconstructed. If it can be deconstructed, it can be changed. If it can be changed, it can be improved and reconstructed. <laughs> yeah, like the moment you can see the insecurity problem as a predictable problem with a predictable solution, it, it changes the game instantly in that moment and it stacks it in your favor. It just means this is scientific. Um, so here, here's three questions really simply to, to, uh, to wrap this up for you. Question one, are you special? Uh, answer, no, no, you're not special. Um, you're not different. You're not peculiar. People imagine their problems are complicated and unique. They're not. <laughs> every single human, every single human has to work out if they matter. And all of us believe we don't. At some point, we form opinions that limit us, that are negative, that disempower us. You're not special. You are not the only one who is battling insecurity. Uh, are your problems special? Uh, no. Now, do you have a particular brand of insecurity that's special or unique or hard? No, 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 because it's not the imposter monster or the imposter syndrome or um, not having confidence or low self-esteem. It's just your own opinion of yourself. That's all the problem is. So is the solution special? No, 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 it's not special either. It's just the same, be the same for everyone. Um, to change insecurity, you'll have to own the fact that insecurity is the thing you're changing, which means that you will address the fact that at the deepest level, you have this opinion of yourself that there is some lack, some limitation, something not right. And therefore, you are invested in protecting yourself from that reality being exposed. That's why you're hiding. It's why you're playing it small. That's why you are needy for validation and affirmation. That's why... That's why you're afraid. So the only way a fear is uh, changed is by examining it. Every time you run away from the fear, it just grows. But every time you sit with it, you can see what's really happening. So you either discover if this opinion you formed of yourself is true. And if it is true, well, that's the game. That's the end. Uh, if, it, if you are hopeless, no good, inadequate, of no value, well, how do you recover from that? Well, you don't. That's the end of the game. However, if you go and look at this opinion with your big boy pants on as an adult, objectively, review all the data around the formation of this opinion, and you discover holes in that story, you discover missing data, you discover new data, you realize that that opinion is not accurate at all. It's never been accurate. It's just an opinion. Well, you can, in fact, change that opinion. Opinion is the lowest form of knowing anything. And you can confront it, realize that it has holes in it and it's not even true and discover that there's never been a monster at all. You thought you had to go fight the monster, but you realize the monster only existed in your imagination. Setting yourself free from that, you are free then to write new opinions. 
That's how anyone does this. Anyone in the history of the world, anyone who has ever solved this problem has done it that way. Anyone who ever will solve it will solve it that way. That's how this happens. Predictable problems have predictable solutions. The intention of the insecurity project is to, is to put that methodology in the hands of everyone, everyone who needs it. When they're ready to solve this problem, here's how this problem is solved, that it's not a mystery. You don't have to recreate the wheel. You don't have to wonder if it's possible. You don't have to doubt that you're, uh, you have to wonder if you're special. That's the plan. If you're, if you're keen to be part of a movement like that, uh, I mentioned last week, I'm starting a Facebook group again, because I, I've understood that it, it is possible and more than possible. It's so important to join people who have like-minded hearts, who want the same thing, who are interested in changing the world and increasing the collective consciousness of the planet who need a place to talk about this stuff, to ask questions, to outwork the application of this. It's a robust place. It's a safe space. It's a space where there is an entry level. You can't just wander in with some crazy idea. You're here because you're a believer in this idea that insecurity is a problem that can be solved and you're committed to solving it. And out of the overflow of that, you're increasing uh, the collective consciousness of the planet and inspiring others to go solve it as well. So I'll send you information in the weekly email about how to join that group this week. And... um, yeah, I'd love to hear how you went with fast fast memory, fast learning this week. Uh, as always, you can still get a copy of the book uh, on paperback, on Audible. You can do the short course where you're ready. And for those who are really looking to fast track the process of uh, radical change, give me a call, reach out. Let's do the unhindered experience. Bye for now. I'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to The Insecurity Project. The aim of the game is to show up to life unhindered by doubt, fear and insecurity so that you can be at your best where it matters most. Now, if you're ready to begin the work of becoming unhindered in your life, the Unhindered Short Course is an eight-part video series designed to help you do exactly that. And at only $99 for a limited time, it's an offer too good to refuse. For more information, go to theinsecurityproject.com. 